Hi, hi, friends. My name is Tammy, and I am a dietitian, nutritionist, and yoga teacher, and this is my podcast where I bring you life lessons from the yoga mat. I'm going to help you simplify your health and wellness journey so that you can live the life you've always wanted. I'll show you how, when you take action and do things that are good for you, often you find things that are really awesome in return. Kind of like when you find chocolate on your yoga mat. Hey, hey friends, before we get into this week's episode, I just want to let you know that you can take a free five-day mindful eating challenge with me right through your email. My five-day mindful eating challenge for perimenopause is up and going, and it's great. It's five days. You get a workbook. You get videos to walk you through the steps, how you would get started on a mindful eating journey. So it's a really great practice. I've done this live, and now uh, now you can get it through your email. So if that's something that you want to check out, I will leave the link in the show notes for you so that you can check out that five-day challenge. It's completely for you guys. No obligation. Just learn how to be mindful. Even if you are a mindful eating pro or a mindfulness pro and you just want to touch base with the basics again, it's a really great challenge for you. It's only five days. It only takes a few minutes a day. You can absolutely do it. All right. That's all I have for that. I will leave that link in the show notes. And now on to the episode. Hi, hi, friends. Welcome back. In today's episode, I am going to tell you all about my journey from kind of an accidental yogi, uh, to today, where I not only have yoga as part of my everyday life, but I also use it as my career. So uh, just a little bit of housekeeping. My bird does not like to be quiet when I am recording. So if you hear noise in the background, it is my 27-year-old parrot named Simba, and she has a lot to say, especially when I'm recording. So we're just going to ignore her and not indulge her silliness, because that's when we start hearing the (laughs) F-bombs. All right, my friends. So today's life lesson is all about getting what you need from your yoga mat, all right? So when you put yourself out there and you get on that yoga mat, you're going to get exactly what you need. You may not know what you need when you get there, but you're definitely going to, uh, you're going to benefit in some way or another. So I haven't always been a yogi, right? Uh, We weren't born to just do yoga, right? Right off the bat, although some of us might be. So I actually didn't, uh, I didn't find yoga until probably my mid-20s, and I um, was not the type of person to do exercise that didn't make me sweat, all right? I was a cardio junkie, although I didn't know that's what it was at the time. I liked to run. Um, I actually, <laughs> thinking back, I had a stair climber in my house. You know those machines where you climb up the stairs? I had one of those big giant things in my basement next to my uh, Sega game system. So that tells you how old I am, people. Um, okay, so I actually uh, did all of these exercises that would make me sweat. And you know, cardio was my jam. Uh, and if it wasn't faster, harder, longer, I didn't need it wasn't part of my world. So I actually got injured and couldn't do any kind of running or anything like that. I I blew up my knee. So 
yoga came into the picture for me. More as a way of just moving my body for mental health purposes. But, um, you know, it was kind of recovery, right? It was recovery from my injury. It gave me something to do that made me feel like I was working out, even though I wasn't really doing anything crazy at the time. And uh, the yoga that I was doing was, I think I had a DVD or a videotape. Again, that tells you how old I am. It was either a videotape or a DVD. And so it was the same one over and over and over again. And I'll never forget, I fast forwarded through the beginning because we were just sitting on the mat and I do all of the poses and I would have to do them at least as well as the instructor on the screen uh, or better. And then I would skip over the end because who has time to just lay there on the yoga mat, right? So that was my first experience with yoga. And I'm, you know, it was like fitness yoga. I don't even know what kind of yoga we could even put it into a category. Um, And honestly, I don't even remember who the instructor was. But anyway, so it was one of those, it was one of those DVDs that you, you know, ordered online back then, uh, back when my stair climber was not getting any use. So it was very much for the physical and nothing else. I literally got nothing else out of it. And that's okay, because that's exactly what I needed from it. And then I healed and I got back to running and my stair climber and doing all of the things, um, you know, having babies, living life, uh, jobs, going back to school, all of that stuff. So I, you know, yoga kind of fell by the wayside for a little while. And then I picked yoga back up again a few years later when I, I needed something. So at this point, I'm now a, we used to call, we used to be called army widows, uh, during times of war, when you're an army wife, your husband or spouse is gone way more than they are home. Uh, so that was my situation, small kids, no spouse, pretty much all by myself. Um, trying to cope with life, right? So I picked yoga back up at that point. And at that point, I needed some kind of emotional support. I needed to uh, have a little bit of control over something in my world. And now this was a much different time, you guys. So again, I know I keep saying how old I am. This was a much different time because Back in those days, we didn't have internet to just FaceTime with uh, our spouse overseas. It was literally waiting by the phone, the dial-up phone, the one that's attached to your house, uh, waiting by that phone for a call to be routed through the base uh, after your spouse, or in my case, my husband, stood in line for up to you know an hour or more waiting for our you know, five minute call. Sometimes it wasn't even five minutes. So, and then that was it. So I was literally tethered to my house, tethered to the phone, and I never knew when it was going to come. So it could come on a Saturday afternoon. It could be uh, four o'clock in the morning. It might be, you know, 11 p.m. It could be any time. So I needed some kind of control. I needed something during that time. So I got on my yoga mat and now... Now, I didn't skip the beginning. I still did all of the asana, all of the practice, all of the physical poses, uh, but I, and I didn't skip the end either. I really, I craved those. 
this is when I started to really adopt mindfulness, right? So I didn't really know what it was called at the time, but being aware of my feelings, being aware of my emotions, my body, how things were affecting, how my emotions were affecting my body, how all of that was affecting how I moved through my day, the kind of mother I was, uh, the kind of employee I was, just all of that, you know, I started to notice and dabble a little bit with journaling and meditation and the asana, the poses of yoga. So then things, you know, move along as they usually do. And then I really found something kind of cool. I found a community. So I found a group of people who were into the same kind of things that I was, and it was at a local yoga studio. So at the time, I was living in Arizona, so there were yoga studios on every corner, and the community, the people changed, but the community was the same, which was great for somebody like me who moved around a lot and who was often very much alone, just trying to get from point A to point B in life, right, from morning till night and just checking the boxes and doing the things and uh, just basically living kind of in a cloud. And here I am now finding this group of people who are like me and this group of people who have kind of the same philosophy, even though we could have very different philosophies, right? But we all kind of felt the same. So yoga then became a sense of community. And that's when I uh, became a yoga teacher. So I wanted to share this. I felt like this is really calling to me. Um, I can add this piece into what I do with nutrition, you know, because there's that mind-body piece and I can help other people feel like they belong. I can help other people feel good in their body. I can now do this for somebody else. So now here we are, yoga teacher. And then, so now chugging along through life, going on and on, and you know, my yoga practice is there for me when I need it. It's not when I don't. Life continues to go on. The kids grow up. The kids move out. We have grandkids. Uh, you know, now I'm, you know, dog mom, work from home dog mom. Uh, so all of these things, you know, life just happens and yoga kind of goes along the way with me. And it was always there for me. My journaling practice, the mindfulness piece, everything that I needed was there. So what does yoga do for me now? Now I look at health differently. No more looking at food as a calorie equation, right? No more looking at whether or not I should, I'm using air quotes again, you guys, whether or not I should eat something, whether or not something is good for me or whatever. Now my health and wellness is all based on just being the best version of myself today. And that's what happens uh, for women as we age, right? You're, you shift, right? You shift from this ideal of being perfect and trying to do more and be more and go faster and, and work harder to this period where hopefully where now you want to be healthy and you want to be able to do the things that you want to do. And, you know, it, look, you're, the way that you approach food and fitness and your wellness really changes. And yoga has been there for me again. And now I'm really using yoga to talk to myself, right? To hear what it is that I need today. So what do I need from my yoga practice today? And it's very different. 
very, very different. Some days I need strength training. I need to sweat. I need to build muscle. I need to feel like I am in control of my weight. I need to feel like uh, I have some say in how I age. Uh, so yoga might have weights that day. It might be a very strong and fast and vinyasa-based practice. Or I might be feeling really low. I might have some emotions that need to be cleared out. I might have some, um, some fears that I need to approach or deal with or whatever it might be. So I can go to my yoga mat for that. I can do some meditation. I can do some gentle flows and get out of my head and really just tune into my body and see how I feel. I might be needing something to give me relief right? Uh, maybe there's some joint pain today or I'm feeling stiff or I couldn't reach down and tie my shoes or whatever it might be. So now I'm using yoga to help me with that, with the flexibility piece and to maintain balance and just to be, uh, you know, a well-rounded and quote unquote, there's those air, air quotes again, you guys, a well-rounded and balanced woman. So my point here is, is that yoga is going to be there for you regardless of where you are, and it's going to be there to give you exactly what you need, even if you don't know it at the time. I did not get on the yoga mat that very first time thinking, yoga is a good substitute because it's great for my mind-body connection. I never thought that. I didn't think about, oh, I'm going to this yoga studio because I miss the feeling of being part of a community. I didn't think that. I just knew that I liked hanging out there. I knew that I liked the people there. So I would go to as many classes as I possibly could. You know, so it changes. Um, I mean, now I'm much more self-aware. So I know that I'm returning to my yoga mat as a way to support my aging process, as a way to get to know my ever-changing body. I know that it's a really great place for me to continue to improve and be the best version of who I am today. But that's taken a lot of time, you guys. That's taken a really long time to get from the beginning where I really just needed to be able to move my body to here today when I'm now using this as a huge piece of my self-care and my self-awareness and my journey from pre-menopause to post-menopause, hopefully way off in the future. So that is my point. That is the life lesson that I am here to share with you today is that yoga is going to give you what you need when you need it. You just need to give it a chance and it's going to be very cyclic. It's going to ebb and flow and there will be days where you know, you're on the mat and you're on your practice and you're just rocking along and feeling great. And then there are going to be days where it gathers dust in the corner and, and you don't need it. And, you know, you can come back to it later. So yoga is going to be there for you. And depending on where you are today, even within the years and within the weeks and the months, it's going to be there for you, for you from, you know, day to day and even moment to moment, even if you're not getting on the mat, even if you're just taking those principles and applying them in life. So instead of uh, whipping your finger out the sunroof at somebody who cuts you off, maybe you take three breaths instead. I've been both of those people, just saying. So uh, yoga is going to be there. It's going to give you what you need when you need it. Just trust in the process. So you know I love to leave you with a question. My question for you with this life lesson, knowing that yoga is there for you, your mat is going to be there, 
the question that I have for you is, what do you need from your yoga mat today? What is that thing that you need from the mat? So the next time you hit the mat, go ahead and ask that question. What do I need today from my practice? The next time you're opening your journal, what do I need from my journaling practice? That's all mindfulness. That's that's where it starts. It starts right there with asking the question, what do I need and how do I find it? That's all you need. All right, ladies, that is it for today's episode. Uh, Today's life lesson is a big one, and you got a story about me. There will be definitely more of those in the future, but I hope this helps you. I hope this helps you, whether you are a yogi who is struggling, right? So all the time I get new people on the mat who may or may not have, you know, even the basic idea of where their body is in space and time, right? Proprioception, we call that. Maybe stepping the foot forward is a really big deal or balance is a really big deal. Or maybe you are the, you know, you're running marathons and you're lifting weights and you're going to all these fitness classes and you just need some place to slow down. So your yoga is going to be there for you and it doesn't matter where you start. You can start from any place at any time and it's going to change and it's going to evolve for you. I hope this really, really helps you and inspires you to get on your mat. And as always, if you have questions, please, or comments, uh, please let me know. So go ahead and like and follow wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, Make sure that you click that little button to be notified when there are new episodes so that you don't miss a life lesson on your yoga mat. 